What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. Hopefully everybody is having a fantastic morning to get started here. Excited to share with everybody today and, and get into this discussion today about working on your business versus working in your business. So first off, my name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at OurSuccessGroup.com. We are live inside of the private members group for Our Success Group, and I'm really excited to share this topic today because you know, just kind of been thinking about the way I presented this and, and also just in general, this whole idea of working on versus in. I talk about it quite a bit, I believe. This is definitely a topic that I like to be aware of for me personally as well, because we're all really good at getting after things, you know, especially small business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, that that's typically where, where we get into this, right? We, we like the, the grind. We like to get into the tasks and get things done and, and just kind of keep moving forward in, in all of those types of things. I find that we need to be intentional about that. That's what we're going to talk about today. Hopefully you guys are able to jump in here and love your feedback, love to talk about your thoughts on this and then maybe get some of your ideas. You know, what, what are some tasks that you do inside of your business that are in your business and what are some of the tasks that you do inside your business that are on your business as well? Let's start off by uh, sharing my goals for today with this conversation on on versus in is I want us to clarify why it's important to make that distinction. Then I also want to understand the difference between the two and finally just wrap it up with managing that balance, you know, discuss how we manage that balance, what it looks like to manage the balance, what are some actual tips, tricks, ideas that you can take away right now today to better balance that out. What we mean when we talk about the distinction and making that distinction uh, between the two, or then also understanding why it's important to make that distinction is on versus in might feel similar as because they both have to be done in a business. And for, for any business to move forward, to be successful, we have to Make sure that tasks that are considered in your business type tasks and on your business type tasks, both of them have to be done, right? If, if all of a sudden you just stop doing anything, your business is not going to progress. You're not going to have any more customers, so on and so forth. Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. 
The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. They both have to be done. Now, a lot of times when we talk about working on your business versus in your business, in fact, this is the way I felt when I first heard of this idea is, oh, well, in your business tasks are bad and we just need to stop doing them and just just forget about that. We don't need to do that. Just always work on your business and everything's going to be great. Well, they're they're not negative, actually. The in tasks are not a negative thing. Um, it just can't become all that you do in your business can't be what every day is consumed with are all of these things that are just working in your business. And here's what happens. And here's why the in tasks take over. And we have to understand why it's important to make those distinctions is typically, in fact, you know what, I'm going to erase that. Let's step back. Not typically. In fact, I would go so far as to say always, (laughs) in tasks feel urgent based around a customer deadline. Um, In tasks also typically don't involve a lot of thinking, a lot of really high level problem solving uh, complexity. Uh, They're just things that need to be done. Um, In fact, sometimes these working in the business type things are so like just quick check a box get need to be done um, that they don't even actually make it to to do list right we, we've got to we've got to take the trash out we've got to you know, get the job done we've got to ship these orders we'll get into all of the different examples here in a bit but they're just the the things that have to be done those those are the in the business tasks what we want to talk about when it comes to an on the business task is those feel different and, and typically can get pushed to the side for a couple of reasons on the business tasks are typically more. No, in fact, I got to get rid of typically, gosh, let's get rid of typically. I'm going to try. <laughs> I, I will do my best to not say typically here, but on the business tasks are cerebral. They take, processing, they take time, they take focus. Uh, there are normally not a, a specific deadline to get them done uh, other than self-imposed deadlines. Um, they feel like big projects. They might not have clear specific steps, only kind of a goal and the need to focus and figure things out along the way. Um, and so that's why in tasks, will take over and become everything that you do because of that distinction. Those end tasks, they are urgent, customer deadlines imposed by others, boom, 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 typically a lot more. And on the business tasks are cerebral, self-imposed deadlines, feel like big projects, no clear steps. 
And so that's that working on the business type task, that's a lot easier to just go, okay, yep, <laughs> I'll get to that. Or oof, that's hard. So I'm gonna instead go, yeah, I'm gonna go post on Facebook instead. Or I'm gonna go do this instead. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. So that is why they 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 become so important to make that distinction. And, and I guess here's the other thing that I've discovered is that what is not apparent is that the working in your tasks um, are rewarding. And, and so let me, let me rephrase that. It, what is not apparent is that the in tasks are the result of the on task. So what I mean by that is in tasks seem to be rewarding. You know, I'm delivering the product to the customer. I'm making something, I'm moving something forward. I get to check a box or at least know that I got that done. But those in tasks are actually a result of what you did on the on task. The more in tasks you get actually come from the action that you took with the on task. The more quality and quantity of those on tasks will generate more in tasks, you know, customer orders. So if I do enough of the working on my business tasks to build it, grow it, and make it better, and I'm going to have more in tasks, completing orders, ordering products, yada, yada, yada. So um, Sandy says, I did not get notification again. Need to look at my settings. Yeah, Facebook, I, I apologize. Um, <laughs> if I could fix that, I totally would. I don't know how else to do it. Um, the, the only way I know how is that, uh, every Saturday morning at 8am, I'm going to try to be consistent and I will be very clear when I change it from Saturday morning at 8am. How about that? <laughs> All right. And then good morning, uh, Facebook user. Uh, if you'll do me a favor and head over to our success.group forward slash Facebook, that will um, automatically give StreamYard permission for me to see who it is. Even if you've done it recently, our Facebook loves to do that. So let's uh, let's just just click that real quick. I'll, I'll give you a moment. Our success group forward slash Facebook. So, but uh, good morning. Thank you for being here. All right, all right. So back to what we we're talking about here. Um, good morning, Kylene. Thank you for being here. All right. So back to what I was talking about here. Again, the in tasks are the ones that feel like they're the rewards. They're, they're the ones that seem like um, success is a result of completing those tasks. But actually what happens is completing the on tasks is what generates the in tasks. And therefore, the on tasks are what create the success. They're, they're what are ultimately are rewarding if you have enough of quality and quantity of completing the on tasks. So hopefully that makes some sense. And I know people are, are, are kind of diving in here and joining us. So let me just do a quick recap to uh, get, get us all up to speed here really quick before I bring up a, a slide that I created. Um, so the goal today is to clarify why it's important to make the distinction between on and in. That's the first goal. The second goal is to understand the difference between the two, which we're going to get to in just a second when we hit the uh, hit the slide here. 
And then finally, we're going to discuss how we manage or um, just kind of get a better balance of on versus in. All right. So those are the three goals. And then what we talked about is in feels similar as uh, they both have to be done for business success. And the fact that in tasks are not negative is not that we just need to wipe them off and just stop doing them. Um, it just can't become all that you do in your business is all day, every day working in your business. All right. Now the in tasks are easy to be something that take over our business life because they are urgent. Typically they are customer deadline driven. There's not much real processing thinking. It's just doing and, and getting things done and moving forward and all that stuff. Um, and in fact, a lot of times don't even make the to-do list because it's just, okay, I had to take out the trash. I had to get this job done, that kind of thing. Now, the working on your business tasks are cerebral. They take some processing. They take some thinking. Um, if there's a deadline, it's typically self-imposed deadline, something that we say, okay, we have to get this done by this time, but nobody else is, um, you know, your customers aren't going, if you don't work on your business, I'm not doing business with you. Now they're not saying that to you, but um, <laughs> deep down, they're actually going to do that because if you don't get better, they're going to find somebody else to go to. So there's that. Um, and then the other part that makes on your business tasks more difficult and and kind of typically getting pushed aside is that a lot of times there's not real clear steps of specifically what you need to do for your business. You just kind of have an end goal and then you have to create the steps along the way. And what we don't realize is that we are, when we work on our business, we're actually creating in our business tasks um, because the, in the business tasks are actually a result of the quality and the quantity of the on the business tasks that we did. So again, that's where it becomes this juggling act because the more on the business tasks we do typically creates more in the business tasks. We're going to have more orders. We're going to have more customers. We're going to need to order more things. We're going to have to, our shop's going to grow. We met new equipment, that kind of thing. That's the growth. And so there's going to, you know, the more on you do, the more in you do, but you can't reach your idea of success if you don't complete the on the business tasks. All right. So that's the quick recap. Hopefully that got, uh, got people back up to speed uh, real quick. And so that's, that was my first goal, why it's important to make that distinction. So if you guys have questions about that, if you have comments about that, please share them and we'll get to that. But I, next thing I wanted to do, I'll take that banner down and we'll take this down. So we get a nice clear view. All right. I've got this slide up on the screen for those of you who are watching the live version. If you are catching the podcast version, I will walk through this entire piece here. Um, if you are just catching the podcast version and you want to see the live version, um, then uh, become an OSG member. Just go to oursuccessgroup.com and uh, you can get in on the back end and all the fun and extra stuff that we get to do with our amazing OSG squad uh, community. And I think squad is what we've landed on from what, uh, what I understand. So, all right. So on the left here, we've got in the business and on the right here, we've got on the business. So let's just take a look at a couple of quick examples here. Um, all right, come on. There we go. Click. So. On the left, we have 
completing orders, doing production. That is working in your business. Now, like I said, not a negative. That's the whole goal. That's the point, right? That, that's what we want to be doing is the more of that we can do, the better. And again, that becomes a result of what we did on the right side of this, the on the business side task. So um, so instead of completing orders and production and on the business task could be creating a workflow standard procedure, you know, becoming more efficient. So you can get more of those completing orders and the production done faster, right? So there, there's one example. <clears throat> the second example would be uh, reconciling your bank statement. Now that's a working in the business, but it is something that yet that needs to get done because if you've done enough on the business, your bank statement's going to have lots of transactions on it, hopefully lots of income that you have to reconcile and make sure that um, you're managing the money and understanding that side of it. So we, we do have to have that completed. Um, now, the on the business task could be something like reviewing your budget versus actual numbers, taking a look at all of the income and is it growing and why is it growing and determining those things that's working on your business. All right. So that's the second example. And as you guys have examples here, you know, what are some tasks that you do in your business that you would say are working on the business or tasks that you do in your business that are working in your business? Or even if you have questions about what would you consider this? And again, it's just important to make this distinction, not because we should just cut one out, but it's important to make this distinction so you know about the balance, about doing enough of the working on that you create enough of the working in to be successful. So we'll talk about my formula here in just one second after we go through this, but uh, please go ahead and, and in the comments there, guys, if you're tuned in, make sure that you share your thoughts there or questions or whatever you have about, about this. All right. So that's, that's the second one, reconciling bank, bank statements versus reviewing budgets versus actual. That's an in versus an on. Third one here is um, a working in the business task could be searching totes for fleece hoodies because all of a sudden suppliers didn't have them. And so you wanted to find the inventory that you've been sitting on for two years at the bottom of some random tote. All right, that's that's working in your business. And if suppliers didn't have fleece, it was something you had to do. All right. All right. So the on the business tasks, uh, comparative to that or versus that in the business task could be working on product development, finding a different style of hoodie or finding a different product that customers would like instead of a hoodie. Um, and then building and developing your sourcing relationships. So if your normal supplier was out, who was plan B, who was plan C, who was plan D and, you know, making that happen and, and having those relationships. So you weren't just trying to find anybody that had a pulse when uh, the fleece was out, right? You, you had quality relationships built with alternative sources. So that's a working on your business task. The fourth example here. And, and again, these are just some examples to kind of give you an idea. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, share some on 
TAS versus in TAS, or you know, if you have questions about one or the other, um, again, if you have questions about it, that's that's fine because again, we want to make that distinction between the two, so we know, okay, I need to focus and and be um, intentional about the working on the business tasks, but then make sure that somehow, some way, and some creative ways, typically. I get the in the business task done. All right. So the fourth one here, this is a working in your business, delivering orders to the customer. Um, you know, that that uh, seems like a great thing. It seems like the ultimate, yes, I get to go drop this off with my customer. Um, that's perfect. But that is a working in the business task. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll talk about some alternatives here in a second, but that that's working in your business. Great. It's yep. We've checked the box. We've, we've got that order done. Customer's happy. That's all great. So again, it's something that needs to be done. We've got to get the order to the customer, but a working on the business task as an alternative to that would be setting up meetings with your customer to get customer feedback and to develop those deeper relationships. Um, now, yes, you could use the delivering the order as a excuse or a reason to have that meeting, to get that feedback, to build that relationship, but there is a distinction between the two. And so we'll talk about that in just one second. All right. So what do you guys got? What questions, what thoughts, what, uh, what are you, what are you thinking? Am I, am I on track, off track? I'm asking for feedback. So let's get those things in the comments there and uh, let me know what, what your thoughts are there. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. That's my second goal is now checked off, right? I, I tried to help you guys understand the difference. I believe that you do understand that, um, but I'd love to hear more from you. So what are some tasks that you do for your business that are on versus in? All right. Now let's get to that third goal of mine, which is to discuss how we manage these on versus in activities. All right. So as I said previously, we have to find the proper balance. We have to realize that to create more in tasks that allow our business to grow and succeed, we have to be intentional about those on tasks. So here's the way that I look at it. And th this is a minimum, all right? This is the way I feel about it. this is a minimum. So unless you are at your idea of success, you must, this is, I, in, in my notes, I put this bold and underlined, <clears throat> you must make a minimum of 15% of your time available to working on the business tasks. So if you <clears throat> work, um, <clears throat> excuse me, if you work a hundred hours a week, um, I hope that's not the case, but if you work a hundred hours a week, because I ch chose a hundred hours a week because of the easy math that this allows for me. <laughs> but if you work a hundred hours a week, 
then 15 of those hours should be spent on working on the business tasks. So how do we know? How do we know if that's the case? Well, if, if this is something that you, you really are believe in and want to develop, I would suggest using a program like Toggle Timer, T-O-G-G-L. Um, and I believe that's their website too, T-O-G-G-L.com. And, and using something like that or just writing down everything and then reviewing that and understanding, okay, I'm working, I'm doing a task for my business right now. And so I'm going to time that and I'm going to track it. And then after the course of a week, I'm going to go back to all those things that I've timed and tracked, and then I'm going to categorize them. And then I'm going to make sure that out of that time, again, if it was a hundred hours, 15 hours of that is working on your business. So that's the easy formula. And, and again, that is a minimum number that, that should be your minimum standard. All right. If, your business is struggling or you just really need it to grow or you're just getting started, that number should be a lot higher. You know, it could be as much as 50, 50 or um, heck it could even be more on than in because you haven't done enough of the on to generate enough in to, to counterbalance that. But what happens to us is that we do some good work in the on and then all of a sudden all these in tasks come flooding at us and now we switch our focus and we're 100% focused on the in tasks. Um, and then we do that, do that, do that. And then all of a sudden we hit a lull and we go, oh, what, what happened? I thought I was doing good stuff. Well, what happened is you forgot to continue to focus that 15%. So what you did in the on is going to generate what's happening in the in. And, and what happens is we realize, oh, okay, well, now all of a sudden I have a lull. But if you look back a week, two weeks, a month, something like that, there was a lull in your working on the tasks that happened. You just have to be honest with yourself. And, and so you'll see this cycle. And so as business owners, we want to make sure that we don't have these you know, operating a business that does this. And sorry, I was off screen. So let me, let me start from over here. That does this. If you're, you're watching on the video side, you've got a lull and you've got a massive high and then you've got a lull and a massive high and a lull. That is the most stressful. That is the most difficult. And that is typically the least profitable way to run a business because you can't do any planning. You can't become efficient. You're at the mercy of whatever is being thrown at you, whether it's a lull or a high. So I'm scratching and calling to try to get up here or I'm managing and just trying to get things done. So if we are intentional about focusing on our business at least 15% of the time, what will happen is we'll, we'll level that out, right? We won't have these massive highs. We'll, we'll just kind of go like this, uh, right? And, and so that's, that's the first part of it is we have to level that out by choosing to make at least 15% of our time available to working on your business. Now, how do we do this? I mean, the simplest term is you must, again, I underlined and made it bold and italic, you must demand of yourself the accountability to focus on the quality and the quantity of the working on your business, right? That, that's, that's it in a nutshell. You must demand that of yourself. Now, is that easy? Absolutely not. Can it be done with sheer willpower? Certainly. 
is there a better way? A hundred percent. So if you're struggling to make the time and to, to demand that accountability of yourself, then there's a couple different things you can do. Uh, you can get an accountability partner. When you have somebody else that is there to, to check the box with you and to hold you accountable and say, hey, did you get this done today? You know, and you check in with each other each day and you hold each other accountable. That's a great relationship. It's a business partner, right? The other thing you can do is join a program like our Masters of Success Mastermind. Um, inside of that program, inside of a mastermind group, inside of, of any of these kind similar type groups that you can find out there, um, accountability is probably one of the number one pillars and number one reason that people join something like that. In fact, with our uh, Masters of Success Mastermind group, I would, my goal um, and, and Todd and I's goal is that a third of that program is about the accountability that people gain from kind of working with their peers in a structured format. Um, and just for those of you that aren't in the Masters of Success group, um, to give you the other two thirds, you know, I don't want to leave you hanging there. But so if one third is about accountability, the other two thirds, um, the, the next third is about motivation and support. And the final third is brainstorming and problem solving that uh, you get to do inside of a group. And that's that's the mastermind part is is that that ability to have feedback from other people you trust. Um, so. Again, you must demand this of yourself. If you can't do it on your own and, and just because you can't do it on your own does not make you a bad business owner. In fact, most people can't do it on their own. There are very few people that are wired in that way that they can just do it all on their own and completely hold themselves accountable. I, I, I can't. Um, I know Todd can't. Um, I know the amazing people building their businesses inside of Masters of Success um, can't do that solely alone. They can do a lot of it. And they're growing and building that muscle, so to speak, to be able to do that. But finding an accountability partner, finding a group, finding a mastermind, that's a perfect way to make sure that you're getting 15% of your time of working on your business. Now, for Todd and I, our goal is to build the foundation of our success group to a point that the working on the business tasks are a majority of what we do. And then the working in the business tasks, we, we have partners, people, staff, services, automation, different things like that, that handle the working in the business tasks. So let's, let's go back to um, our slide here real quick. Cause I want to kind of explain that to you. If, if the goal is to get to a point where as a business owner, your job is to work on the business and to develop the business and grow the business in that way, then how is it that if we're working on the business, then how do we manage the increased working in the business that happens? All right. So I'm going to use these four examples because I think we can can break those down and, and give you a pretty good idea of of some different ideas or thoughts on on how to how to do this. All right, so if you're finding that you're spending a huge amount of time and just completing orders, getting production done, you know you're you're constantly just weekends, nights, it's it's all getting the job done, you know, printing orders, 
embroidering, heat transfer vinyl, weeding, what, whatever, that that's just consumed you. There's two things that we can do here. And this first one is going to seem a little odd and off, but first I would suggest raising your prices. Okay. Because if you've got so much of that going on in your business right now that you can barely keep up, that means that your prices are too low. People are just flooding in and, and yes, that's awesome. That's so great. But what's happening is you're, you're sacrificing your profits. You're leaving profit on the table. You're working harder than you need to, because if you raise the prices to where the production became manageable, then you're, you're, you're working smarter, not harder. Right? So that's one way that you can wrap your arms around too much working in the business through completing orders and production is start by raising your prices and you'll find that sweet spot. You just need to keep bumping it up until you'll know you'll have that gut instinct of, okay, this is manageable. I'm making enough profit that my business is growing and, and I'm comfortable and I'm making the profit I need to make, but I'm also providing enough value to my customers that they continue to come to me. And, and, you know, your repeat customers and your good customers, the customers you like working with, because two things are going to happen here. When you raise your prices, you're going to get rid of the headache customers that you really don't want to do business with anyways, that you just had hoped would grow into something, or you didn't take the time to build them into something. And you'll find that you have more time to build relationships with those customers. So they become easier to work with, or, you choose to send them to somebody else, right? So that's one thing. The other thing that we can do in this, if we're finding ourselves always doing completing orders in production is we can hire help. We could have, you know, somebody that comes in and does production on the weekends for us or, or helps us with certain things, you know, does other things that allow us to, be more efficient in the production that we're doing or just doing the production in general. Your, your business should grow to where you're not always doing the production. Unless that is something that you are just, that's the most important thing to you is doing that production. Then as a business owner, your goal is to hire people or to have partnerships that allow you to not do those things, but instead to grow the business, work with your customers, that type of thing. All right. So that's number one. The second thing was um, reconciling bake statements. So if you're finding that, uh, you know, the accounting is, is uh, just consuming all of your time, um, you can, there's, you can hire a bookkeeper or you can get a virtual assistant that can help you with the bookkeeping. Um, you can get a program like QuickBooks that makes it easier and more organized. Um, because here's the deal. Is bookkeeping your passion? Is that something you really love to do? You go, oh, yes, I've got seven bank statements to reconcile. I cannot wait. In fact, I'm just going to carve out the first part of my day. to. That's all I'm going to do. This is awesome. I am so excited about this. Um, because if that is the case, then my next suggestion to you would be, why don't you start a bookkeeping business and then focus on that? And then you develop ways to do more bookkeeping, right? And that's working on your business if your business is bookkeeping. But the folks I'm talking to right now, your business is not bookkeeping. Your business is being a decorator, right? So that's number two, how, how we kind of come back to that 
um, balance of minimum of 15% of working on your business. Number three, searching totes for fleece hoodies. If, if you're constantly searching for inventory, you're constantly running around, you're, you're, we're trying to find stuff. Um, what you can do is spend some working on your business time and, and carve out some time to get organized, catalog your inventory, declutter, de-stash, get rid of stuff, um, and then just order what you need and then hire a purchasing person or you hire an office assistant, right? So by doing those working on the business tasks, we can now manage and make more efficient those working in the business tasks of grabbing the hoodie that we're going to print on, right? All right, so that's number three. Number four, always out running around delivering orders. You know, I get it. It's it's fun, you know, a lot of times getting to see the look on their face when they get it, all that stuff, those check boxes. We, We love getting out there. We love, you know, shaking hands we love you know all of that stuff that that's human nature that's social that's uh, personal but if you're running around delivering orders all day you're really not actually doing those social things you're really not developing that um because it's there's no intention behind it right how many times have you gone out to deliver something and you just drop it off with somebody else because the person you needed to talk to um, isn't there or how many times you out running around delivering something and you just have to leave it with them or they're super busy. And so they're just like, thanks and turn around and walk away. Um, so what can you do instead? Well, you could ship the items. Um, yes, that's more cost. Yes. You should build that into your price. Um, or you can have them pick it up. You can have appointments be scheduled. Um, Basically, we can be intentional about this. So if you're if you really feel like dropping this off is going to be beneficial to your business and that you can make that a working on your business task, then I would recommend scheduling that time, asking them if, hey, I'm gonna be able to come and drop this off at 10 o'clock today. Do you think that you'd have a little bit of time to just chat with me about some of the other needs that you might have, or, or just, you know, I'd love to get your feedback on this, you know, so I don't want to waste your time, but, but I'd really value an opportunity to just chat with you for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you know, I'll bring you a coffee if you want. That becomes now we're doing working on the business because we've been intentional about it. We've scheduled a time where we're going to make sure that we have that quality interaction with the customer. We've, we've even warned them that we're going to ask for feedback. So they're not just like, uh, uh, and just knee jerk, right? They, they have an opportunity to think about it. Now you've built a relationship, right? So doing that, but not just being a delivery driver. Again, if your passion is getting out there and running products around and dropping things off, then maybe being a decorator is not the right thing for you. Maybe you should figure out how to be a local delivery service instead, or you know, again, find out what's important and passionate to you and then focus on that and make that what becomes working on your business is all about. All right. So, uh, Todd, good morning. Glad you made it and uh, glad to see you here. So what do you guys got? What, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Where are you guys at? That's 
what I wanted to do. I, I feel like I've uh, achieved my three goals. The first of clarifying why it's important to make the distinction between on and in. Um, the second was understanding the difference between the two. And the third is discussing how we manage and, and my formula for making sure that we spend enough quality time working on the business instead of in the business. So um, quiet bunch this morning, but that's okay. Uh, if you guys are taking it in or couldn't find it or came to the party late or whatever happened, um, but would love to hear your feedback. would love to hear your comments. Um, and that's it. That's what I got for you today. So um, while you guys are, are catching up and, and typing anything in that you've got for me, uh, let me just share one more thing with you. Just a quick, if you are not already part of the Masters of Success group, now is the time. Uh, during the month of March, we are accepting applications for new groups that will be forming in April. And uh, uh, these are, are typically... Um, well, so they're forming in April, and then there'll be at least six calls uh, for you after that, after you get started in that. So we, we form new groups um, right before the start of each quarter. So this is your last opportunity here through the month of March to get yourself signed up or apply or, or check it out. So if you'll go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash MOS. And here's the other thing. Uh, is this is the last time during the app, you know, this is the last application period that we're going to have where our pricing is at the pricing that it's at right now. And if you have already locked in your price, so whatever your price was when you signed up, um, that will be the price for the lifetime of your membership in the Masters of Success. So the prices don't go up um, for those that are already involved. So when we open this back up in July again to the next group of Masters of Success members, uh, the prices will be higher. So just want to be uh, open and honest with you guys about that. If you're at all thinking about it, if you think that this could be something for you, um, then and, and you've got questions, just go over to that page, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash MOS, and then scroll down toward to, to the bottom of that page, and you'll see kind of a dark black bar and you could schedule a call with us. We'll talk through it. Here's the deal. We know that this is investment. We know that um, we're asking you to make a, a large investment in only your time, but your resources, your money. Um, because we know that if you do that, we can provide a ton of value. And so we're not going to just get anybody into the masters of success groups because they're they're interested, right? We we do an application process for a reason because we have to create as much value as we can for folks so that they can go back and recuperate that investment. They've made an investment in us. Then we want them to be able to take that that they get out of the Masters of Success and use that to grow and build. So so their return on investment, you know, if 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 I said give me ten thousand dollars. And I will give you the tools to make $100,000 and I can guarantee that. Is that something that you'd do? Did you figure out a way to come up with $10,000, right? So that's, that's the idea. Um, we know that if you do the work, if you participate, if you show up, if you believe in yourself and you do the things that you commit to do when you fill out that application, that this is going to be something that is worthwhile in your business. All right. All right. So, um, 
Kylene says, thank, thank you guys so much for, for bringing this to the table. Kylene says, this has been one of the most challenging things for me because for me, it is more fun to work in the business, but the important things are on when I'm building it. Yeah. That's, that's a really great point, Kylene. It, it, it is more fun, you know, right? It, I mean, yeah, we're doing orders. We're checking things off. We feel so accomplished and you are accomplished. Those are amazing things. That's, that's, that, that's what I, one of the things that I was so important to me to get across today is that I don't want you to think that when we say working on your business versus in your business is that in your business is a bad thing. In your business is actually just a result of the on your business things that, that occur. So, you know, it's your business to design the way that you want it to, but to grow it, the only way to grow it is to focus on the working on your business stuff. So you have more of the in your business stuff and then figuring out a way to manage it, right? Because what, like I explained there at the end with the delivery driver or the bookkeeper situation is what happens is we then get all these in your business tasks and we think, oh my gosh, this is great. I love this but you're really not actually checking the box that you need to be checking for yourself. It just becomes a symptom of the box that you need to be checking for yourself. So you have to then again, be intentional about, do I really want to be a delivery driver or what is the reason that I love going out and doing deliveries and then be intentional about making those things happen, but not wasting your time on just the drop-offs or just the, um, you know, uh, no time rushed, blah, blah, blah. So be intentional about it. And then, then those working in your business things become even more rewarding and even more fun. All right. That's thank you, Kylie, for sharing that. Uh, Sandy says, when I decided to start my business, I didn't think about having to work on my business. I've learned so much from this group. Well, thank you, Sandy. Yeah. You, you guys do an amazing job. Sandy um, is part of our original masters of success group. And um, in fact, we had a call last night and it was super powerful. Um, the, the, the things that this amazing group of ladies are, are doing to grow their business, to support each other, to support their communities, uh, focusing on working on your business, it, uh, mind boggling to me more than I could have ever imagined. So, um, uh, I am so proud to, to be a part of that and, and to get to facilitate their success. It's, it's incredible to watch. Um, and then Kylene follows that up with masters of success has been such a powerful experience for me and my business. I love it. Thank you for sharing that feedback. All right, guys. Well, that's what I have for you. Um, I, I, I do want to just share one other quick thing. I don't have a lot of details. I'm not going to get real into the weeds. If you want more information about it and want to talk to me about it, because I, I'm still hammering out some of the, the last details on this, um, new project I'm working on. Uh, but if you'll go to rsuccess.group forward slash SP mastermind, this is a new program collaboration that I'm doing with a friend of mine from here in, in St. Louis, where we're doing a, a separate standalone 10 week mastermind program. And this is around the success principles. So it's, it's about doing exercises that allow us to put the success principles to work for people. It's not going to be decorators related um, at all. In fact, uh, my friend Matt Barbary is not involved in the decorator space. His company is called Time for Success. So it's a partnership that our success group and Time for Success is doing together. Uh, Matt and I are working out the details because um, he's got his clients. We obviously have you guys, our members. So we want to figure out a way to um, give you the best possible deal on that program. 
So if it's something you want to add, um, but it's not a required thing of, of our success group members. I wish it's something that I could throw in and we're going to, like I said, get make it as affordable as possible. Um, but there's a lot of time and effort that both Matt and I have to put into this. So um, something I'm really excited about being able to share deeper the success principles and, and really build some some value into that. So again, our success group, uh, our success dot group, excuse me, our success dot group forward slash SP mastermind. And if you have questions about it, just reach out to me. Like I said, still some details to be hammered out that uh, hopefully Matt and I can get done next week. So um, stay tuned for a little bit more information on that. All right. So that's what I got. Um, <clears throat> hope you're feeling better. Yep. It, it definitely got the blood pressure down. So um, feeling, <laughs> feeling much better. And uh, thank you very much. Awesome. All right, you guys. Um, and maybe you were talking to somebody else too. So don't know. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, all right, everybody. You guys have a wonderful rest of your Saturday. If you have any other questions uh, for me, uh, you guys know you can always reach out at success at our success um, Always happy to help. Always willing to share whatever I can. Again, our mission at our success group is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. And the great part about providing resources is we can do that in a lot of different ways and, and can design that and customize that to what the OSG squad needs. So um, squad goals, right? Is that, that, that how that goes? All right. <laughs> All right, you guys, it's been great. Hopefully you learned a lot. Um, any questions you have about working on your business versus in your business, just let me know. But uh, what I really want you to do is go have a great Saturday. Make sure that next week you're spending at least 15% of your time focused of working on your business. And again, 15% of the time you spend doing tasks for your business is working on your business, right? I'm not saying that every hour of every day has to be 15%. You, you do need to do the other things, right? We, we do need to spend time with our, our family and, and spend time with... Um, our communities and, and all that other stuff. So, so that's even separate from that. So the time you work on your business, make sure 15% of that time is devoted to working on your business. Have an awesome rest of your Saturday and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.